0: Brought to you by Anchor. Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to episode five. This is the return of the pod. It is very exciting to be back, amateurs. It feels fantastic to be on the waves with all of you again. I'm here with my lovely and now finally healthy co-host, Joey Filipponi, and also oh, our other co-host, Brandon. As we know, the world is only halfway spinning right now, with sports being out of the fold. But we still have a couple things to discuss, including the fantastic Michael Jordan Last Dance documentary that has been showing on ESPN. Um, we're going to give our brief analysis of the draft as well. Talk about some of the other stuff that's been going on in the NFL, some free agency stuff, some uniforms. Um, and then we're going to touch a little bit on South Korean baseball. They're playing right now, so we might as well talk about it. It's here. Um <laughs> And also because of the lack of sports too, we will be going into some other things here as well. We have some very interesting topics to talk about. It's going to be fun. I'm ready to get back to it. I hope you all are, fellas. Welcome back. It's great to be back. It's good to be back in the saddle. As I really say,
1: good, it's going right. Yeah. How you,
0: how you feeling, Brandon? How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm loving the dream, man. I uh, just got back from Maryland. Spent some time with the uh, the future in laws. be... You can catch a frisbee now, so it's a pretty big deal. It was like uh, one of the proudest moments of my life. So, yeah. a nut, you know, yeah, in and relaxing.
0: There you go, Joey Filippone. How's it been going? It's good. I still got a little bit of a dry cough. Um, you yeah. want to uh, you want to keep the people looped in on what was going yeah, on with so, you? so
2: so real quick in a nutshell. Um, March first, yes, yeah, way back. Um, I was, uh, I was at work, started feeling kind of kind of sick, like I had a cold, a um, little scratchy throat. I uh, told the boss I should probably go home. I went on like literally like leaving as I was like walking out the door at work, like full-blown flu symptoms set in and it was just a nasty drive home. Spent two days trying to get, get over it. It was just getting worse and worse. So I went to the uh, ER. They tested me for like everything under the sun but they didn't have the coronavirus test so they told me okay mm. it's probably swine flu um and then i got back home a day later got the test results no yeah it's two days two days later I got the test results and they said it wasn't it's not swine flu or anything else we tested you for so you need to stay in your house um so for all intents and purposes pretty sure i had it pretty 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 sure it sounds um, like, but the I, I, I I signed up for the the antibody thing, so. Okay,
1: we're gonna be hey, you're that. doing that. Rewards work, man.
0: Yeah, I am. Yeah. Well, we are very happy that you are healthy and good, and that you're back here, and that we're all back here. Oh, and I'm
2: still vaping.
0: <laughs> still vaping, still going strong, baby. That's what.
2: Ooh, athletes.
1: Bag Rona, still vaping.
2: Hey, <laughs> that nicotine kills it. I heard. Everyone yeah. needs to go out and eat nicotine. All right, Fauci. Don't do that. Time I'm being sarcastic to
1: move on
0: to our first segment. Boys,
1: Wait, how are you doing, man? Yeah, I me, oh,
0: me? I am doing um I'm doing okay. I'm staying sane over here. I am uh luckily I've stayed healthy. I've been uh you know doing some reading. I've been playing a lot of video games. Um I've just been trying to appreciate the time honestly. It's a it's an unprecedented time we're going through and uh I'm just trying to take it every step of the way and hopefully um we can keep doing this and hopefully, you know, things get back to normal somewhat soon. I definitely say I miss, I can't believe I miss going to work and seeing people, but uh, here we are. And, yeah. you know, still doing good. Awesome. And right now, thankfully, we have this Michael Jordan documentary to sort of push us through these next few weeks. Um, I love it. I can't get enough of this. I don't know about you guys. Like Brandon, I know you watch basketball. Joe, I'm not sure how much you've been tuning in, but this documentary is just uh, for me, like obviously I know who Michael Jordan is being a big basketball fan. I've seen him play, I've seen highlights, but I've never really seen this much of the in-depth look at it. I haven't seen as much of like the raw perspective from other players he played against. It's definitely giving me more of an appreciation for Michael Jordan, I would say. As somebody who's a fan, you know, my age and who, you know, sort of came up with, like, Allen Iverson and LeBron and all that, definitely gives me a much bigger appreciation for Michael
1: Jordan. I'll say this much. This is the greatest documentary that ESPN has ever put out. Probably. It so, it's to know that, like, there was a point in my life when the Knicks were really good. <laughs> But the Chicago Bulls existed at the same time, so it was like they did used to be good at one point. Yes, the frustrating thing is that the guy who prevented Knicks from going on to the finals. Mm-hmm. Head coach Phil Jackson is a part of the team that won two championships on the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Just like, damn it. and like everyone's focusing on Michael as they should because it's Michael Jordan. Yeah. There's also Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman and Steve Kerr. Like, the humble was incredible. But Bill Jackson has 11 total championships in the NBA. Just absolutely insane.
0: It is. I don't think something – probably not something, especially with the way the game is now, definitely don't think another coach will be able to do that again. Um Mm Very tough, and that's that's the thing. Like you were saying, it just highlighting the other people. Like obviously, in the last few years, there's been some questionable or some interesting things happening with Dennis Rodman. But you can't deny the fact that Dennis Rodman was an unbelievably genuine person. And I'm sure at that time, with him sort of saying the things he was saying and doing the things that he was doing, you know, being himself and just sort of like displaying that and showing, you know, this is, like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, that was probably pretty pivotal at that time. And, I mean, I, I love Dennis Rodman. That's the thing. I liked Dennis Rodman before this documentary. I like him now. I love seeing – watching him play more. The way he played is just unbelievable. Nobody plays like – nobody plays like that anymore. So, um, that was unbelievable. Scotty, too, was just
1: very – Pippen is the greatest basketball player to ever play the game. Michael Jordan – Decides to play baseball instead of basketball growing up. You think so? You think that much of Scotty? So I think as an offensive, well, as a full, like uh, full, all-rounded player, yeah. Mm-hmm. He Played defense. He played offense. Like he was. He is a machine. When you watch mm-hmm. the intensity between him and the Detroit Pistons, you're like, oh man, this is this is a baller. Exactly. Um, I think Dennis Rodman, as great as he is, he's probably the greatest defensive basketball player ever, period, right? Yeah. He's him the greatest basketball player of all time because offensively he, he's good. He's in the NBA. Defensively, I don't know if anyone can touch him. I think that's like a really important caveat. Remember that there are two sides of the game. There's the offensive and decent, defensive side of the game. Mm-hmm. That's really what makes – Michael, Michael, is that it was great on both ends, not good, yeah, great. yeah. Um, this documentary cemented that Dennis Rodman's my favorite basketball player of all time, though.
0: Yeah, he's definitely up there in my top three. Uh, other, t- also too, I mean, it just opens your eyes. Like that man was part of two, like two all-time NBA teams in the late '80s Pistons and the '90s Bulls teams. Like he was a major contributor to both of those sort of. I mean, if you want to call the Pistons run a dynasty, then in the eighties, sure. But definitely the Bulls dynasty. Like he was a very pivotal part of those part of that. Obviously, they had the three peat before Dennis, but
1: do they have three more rings without Dennis Rodman? So it's very interesting. They they recognized that they didn't, and they went humbly and said, "Hey, this beef between us, Mm -hmm. you're the missing piece." Yeah, exactly. When you look at Dennis Rodman's story. That was homeless. Was picking up basketball the way he's like avoiding all of the bad things that he could get himself into. Mm. Coach like, hey, do you want to come play basketball? And he's like, all right. That to lead into his career is it's insane. Mm-hmm. When has that ever happened? Where this guy is just, I don't know what I want to do with my life, but I enjoy playing basketball, so I keep doing that. And then someone just like, hey we're going to going to go play basketball now. Okay. Yeah. Same. Then Michael and Scotty to so humble to be like, yeah, all And right. there'd beef from the past, but like we're going to squash that and we're going to do something great. It's incredible.
0: Yeah. It really is. And it's also like just seeing all the stuff behind the scenes that went into those teams and just like the kind of lives that they lived, it's very 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 interesting for sure.
1: Let me ask you this, Victor, because I know that in the past, we've talked about it, you stood fast and you stood hard. Ron James is the greatest basketball player to ever play. Has this documentary changed that view for you? Here's the thing.
0: Here's what this documentary has sort of done for me. Jordan, when it comes to straight, like, just getting after And just saying, you know, like, fuck everything. Like, we are winning this game. Other than outside of Kobe, obviously he influenced Kobe with that. There's nobody like Jordan. Now, when it comes to – here's the thing when it comes to the greatest of all time argument, okay? And this is something that just watching the game, like watching this Michael Jordan documentary and seeing those games from then has also sort of helped me realize – The players that Michael Jordan were playing against, like, people – a lot of people have been sort of, like, trashing, like, the the athleticness of sort of the people Michael Jordan was playing against. But that's a sham because it just looks like that because it's, like, 80s TV. You know what I mean? They say, like, people make fun of Danny Ainge. He was – Danny Ainge was, like, one of the only people who was ever going to get drafted into the NFL, MLB, and NBA. Like, Danny Ainge was that good. So that's sort of a myth. That's a myth that's sort of been debunked by this documentary – granted as a whole the league probably wasn't nearly as athletic or talented as it is now but Michael Jordan was still going up against very supreme competition with well, that being said fair. the step I just LeBron all this is showing me is that LeBron is just still on another level I think when it cut co- like I see people make the argument too that if you want to go for stats, Look at LeBron, but if you want to look at best all around, look at Jordan. It's like, I I don't think so. LeBron is just – he's a physical freak. He will be probably top 10 all time in assists by the end of his career. He'll be top, like, 10 in rebounds. He'll obviously probably be the highest point scorer ever. Yeah, the finals record, I get it. I understand. Three and six, three and seven, whatever it is. um it's not It's not good, but when it just comes to playing basketball and being a basketball player, there has never been a more talented or gifted person than LeBron James, I don't think. Because Jordan, Jordan had, obviously he worked himself into that role and he really had to work hard there, but LeBron has had that magical aura since he was a little kid. Like, since he first started touching a basketball, people knew what LeBron was going to do. And I think that that's just, I think it's just special. But like I said, it still has given me way more of appreciation for Michael Jordan.
1: What I'll say is this, is that the game of basketball are not played in the same way as the nineties. Like, I don't know if LeBron James survives the nineties, like just looking at those series between the Pistons and Chicago, right? Yeah. There's not much contact in basketball anymore. So like, stat argument it's a little tough when you consider that I feel as though if you plot Michael Jordan to today's game stats are going to be insane right because he has way more space to work with that's true I also
0: Um, think it's a myth that LeBron wouldn't dominate in that era because granted LeBron is one of those guys now who will like embellish or you know bitch about calls often and whatnot but if you were playing in that era you you would be, he would be fine in that era. He's six, eight, six nine, like two sixty. Like I don't think, I don't think any of those like skinny dudes from the Pistons bashing him going to the rim would bother him that much. Truthfully, you know what I mean.
1: What you said was, if he went into that era, he would be fine. But we can all agree that if Michael Jordan was plopped into this era, he'd be great. I think that's where the caveat is. We also have all of these people who have played with both LeBron and Jordan or have coached LeBron and Jordan being like yeah, – it's no con- comparison. But the thing that's working for LeBron, you can't say a single bad thing about him. Two, he's still playing basketball.
0: Exactly. That's the other thing about LeBron.
1: He's going to retire New York Nick, But you – know, <laughs> Um, I think they're going to get Bronny in the first round for his pick. It's going to be like, "Hey, I'm I play for the Knicks now and nobody's going to bad enough."
0: I mean, I could see it, but I don't know. I feel like he has his career in LA. That is the other thing. I you bring up a good point about LeBron though. The fact that he's still probably he's still the best player in the world in his 17th year and he probably will be until the day he retires, that's that's pretty unbelievable. Look at, the- look at Carmelo. Look at Dwayne Wade. They were all in the same draft class. Look at
1: all of them now. And then look at LeBron. So, oh, Hello, couldn't play defense. Um, <laughs> so, like, so frustrating as a Knicks fan. Like, my goal has to get implemented. And, of course, the one team that can't fucking figure it out, New York. Bunch of fucking assholes. Um, That's something we agree on. <laughs> <laughs> Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Uh, do you have any hot takes from this doc?
2: I mean, I I've been mostly watching know. watching from the from the sidelines, just the memes and stuff. I'm not I'm not a big basketball guy. I know, obviously, I know who Ma- Michael Jordan is. I know the Knicks suck. I know who Dennis Rodman is.
0: <laughs> as long as you know those two things, you pretty much have a good grasp. Knicks
2: Knicks bad. Michael Jordan good.
1: There you well, go. How about this Joe? The fact that Ibok. Michael Jordan, they're not they're not gonna do business with you. He's looking for a shoe deal, and Converse said, hey, "Kid, you're not good enough." Nike, the small little startup in Oregon, was they will pay you two hundred fifty thousand, and we're only hoping a three million dollar return, and they got something like one hundred sixty eight million dollar return the first year. Yeah. Yeah, dang. Talk about. Talk oh, about heading home. Yeah. Also, shout out
0: to Michael Jordan's mother. I believe her name is Dolores for making him take that Nike meeting. That was very cool to watch, too. How that sort of all unfolded. And also, shout out to Adidas for fumbling that bag heavily. <laughs> because Michael Jordan literally wanted to go to Adidas. His favorite shoe? Adidas. And then. <laughs> There goes Nike. (laughs) Like, wow. But at least you have Kanye.
1: I also want to give a shout-out to Michael Jordan for just always holding a grudge and during the Olympics saying, fuck Reebok. Trying to mess with my money. Fuck it. Power move, dude.
2: Dude, no one likes Reebok anyways.
1: Reebok classics are fire. Those leather ones? I don't like Reebok. Also, too. I
0: think it was Reebok that made them the Shacknosis. Gnosis. Gnosis was crazy, and also the the Allen Iverson. The answers come on now. I'm Those an ad- I'm an,
2: I'm an Adidas man myself. Of course, you are, Mister Three Stripes. Yeah, that's me.
1: If I can't. Uh, rock uh, curtains, I'm gonna rock some British Knights. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, um, well, um, just want to say this. Yeah, On this uh, documentary, I learned that Isaiah Thomas, kind of a dick, had been on the Dream Team beef with everyone. It is what it is. It is what it is. Probably could have been on it, but MJ was the only one who
0: disliked them. Sorry, Isaiah. <laughs> wasn't your wasn't wasn't your time, I guess.
1: Your destiny, man. This that was <laughs> not your story.
0: <laughs> Sorry, buddy. All righty. So, when we are back, we are going to talk about the NFL. We're going to get into some of the draft stuff, some of the free agency stuff as well, as some of these atrocious new uniforms that we have seen. We will be right back. All right. Welcome back to episode five. We are now going to get into the NFL. A little bit about the NFL. A lot of stuff's been happening since last time we've been here. There's been the draft. There's been free agent. Forms. There's been a bunch of stuff. Earl Thomas. There's been that. So, there's a lot, but um, let's talk about the draft real quick. How do we, first of all, talking about the draft, let's um, let's first talk about how we each feel about our teams. So Eagles, Steelers, Bills. And then let's also just talk about draft as a whole, what surprised us. Um, but I want I to know how you guys feel about your team. So Joe, if you would like to let us know how you feel about the Steelers draft, I would love... Hear
2: I mean overall I'm happy about it um I really think they should have gone after a quarterback um I just feel like the only thing Mason Rudolph proved about himself last year is that he's inconsistent unreliable and lacks confidence um yeah. I mean the confidence part can be fixed but like dude just kind of sucks um I mean, he he had Duck Hodges coming out of nowhere and completely upstage him. And to get upstaged by, no offense to Duck, someone of Duck's caliber, it's kind of sad, not a good look. And Ben, Ben's getting old. Ben's beat up. Like, that dude has been through hell. And Tommy John, like, I don't know. Everyone's just, all the Pittsburghers just, oh, he'll be fine when he comes back from Tommy John. He'll be great. I don't know. I don't think so. I really don't think he's going to be great. I think he's probably going to lose some power, um, which is, like, his main thing. Um, Probably some accuracy. uh, And, you know, he's going to be more prone to injury than he ever has been. So as soon as he gets injured, which could possibly – like, we could have, like, a repeat of last year. Like, he could get injured. Then we throw Mason Rudolph in. Mason Rudolph chokes, and we're in the rest of the season with Duck again.
0: Mm.
2: Like, if we would have gotten – like, I think we should go after, like, Cam Newton. Um – that I was hoping scary. I was hoping we'd go after Winston, but like, apparently we made an offer, but like that was about it. That was oh really? The Steelers made an offer for him. I didn't even apparently, know. apparently. Yeah, we made an offer. Okay, it's rumored that there was an offer made by the Steelers. Allegedly, allegedly, we made it. We made an offer on Winston. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I just think, especially the age Ben is, I know he's the kind of guy who's probably gonna just keep playing until he literally cannot anymore. Um. But yeah, it, it. I think we needed some padding there, and we didn't get it. Otherwise, I mean, it's pretty good. I think. I think we'll be good. Like, offensively. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I'm. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of everything. I wanted JJ Watt. I wanted all the Watt brothers on the same team. But hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not a realistic uh, dream. But just imagine having TJ and JJ coming down at you. That would be You're, you'd be you, you would just fall. Minutes. You would just fall. You'd be like, okay, don't <laughs> hurt me, please. I'm done. I hear
0: um, there's been lots of talk that uh, T there's a very good chance T.J. could win Defensive Player of the Year. This yeah,
2: time. no, dude's a monster. I've been hearing that a lot. So, dude is an absolute monster. He was like a, a just a safe bet all the way through. It's like yeah, oh, you're a Watt. You're huge. You're- yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll take you. We'll take you. It checks out. Done. Say no more.
0: <laughs> all right. So, what would you if you had to give? In your expert draft analysis, the Steelers the letter grade. What would you give them?
2: Uh the quarterback thing has me really pissed off. Um, probably like a C or low B.
0: Okay, fair. B minus. Okay, <laughs> I could I could see that.
1: Yeah, Brandon, the Bills. What the Bills do that this past draft? Other than one questionable move, they did a really great job. Um, AJ Espineza. Awesome. Ridiculous
0: uh, pick for them in the second round. It's a steal. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, you got Zach Moss. Awesome. A bunch of receivers. You have Jake Fromm. That's the one that is questionable. Not because I don't think he could be a successful quarterback, because I think he can. I think he showed it um, <clears throat> at UGA. Like He has success in the SEC. I don't think his arm – questionable as everyone thinks it is. Um I think his issue is that in the combine he threw after people that are gunslingers. Right? So like put a combine together where Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady have to throw one after another. Tom Brady's arm strength is gonna be questionable after Aaron Rodgers throws, right? Mm-hmm. Now, but uh, I think it's I think it's a blessing The Bills, Matt Barkley's getting old, contract, all that, but I want to set it. From football IQ and quarterback knowledge in general, off the charts, everyone projects him to be an offensive coordinator. It's going to help Josh Allen a lot. Um, I think having um, Zach Moss is going to be fantastic as well. I think bringing in Stefan Diggs in the first round a trade obviously he's he was with Minnesota but he used their first round pick on Stefan Dix guy that can go out there and get those deep bombs from Josh Allen I think they knocked it out of the park. I, I don't know team I, there are a bunch of teams that had a better draft but I have to be top five. Um
0: okay I, so you so you like it you think they did a good job.
1: And I think they really just set up Josh Allen for success. At this point, if he doesn't succeed, um, it's on him. Yeah. Um,
0: so, an, A. an A? Okay. You're right. They definitely they added weapons. They added to that already formidable defense. They're definitely, I mean, fuck what the experts say. They're definitely looking like the team to beat in the AFC East next year, in my opinion.
1: It's interesting that everyone is saying that the Jets are the team to beat. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just like, I, I the mean, Bills games,
0: just are a more complete team in my opinion.
1: Exactly, and like Sam Darnold is an excellent quarterback. I think yeah. He's going to continue to be an excellent quarterback. But again, you have two quarterbacks that play different styles. Um, Josh Allen is a gunslinging son of a bitch. Hmm. Also, more athletic. He's going to run the ball. He's going to you know, exactly agreed. <laughs> If the Bills don't win the AFC East, then I'm going to root for someone else. I don't know. Like, There's no reason why they shouldn't win the AFC East. Then also, they just
0: need to get relegated to NFL Europe,
2: I guess. No, just just root for, uh, root for Duck and the Steelers because that's <laughs> that's what's going to be happening. That's my hot take.
1: I'm, I'm never going to root for the Steelers. I'm uh, always going to root <laughs> for the Bills, but you know what I'm saying. No, I know what you mean. Vinny. I live
0: here. I live here, and I wore a Jaguars jersey to a Steelers playoff game. But it's okay. We don't need to talk about that. Um, You're one of those people. As far as the draft is concerned, I was put in by far the weirdest position out of all of our teams. The Eagles had the most interesting draft by far. First-round pick, Jalen Rager. Okay. While... Not a bad pick. Initially, I was very angry. I wanted them to trade up for CeeDee Lamb. I was very angry because. C. Oh, C.D. I saw your Lamb, tweets. Yeah. I went absolutely ballistic on Twitter. Um, just because, not that I think CeeDee Lamb is going to be like this big problem. I mean, he will probably be a problem when they play the Eagles, but his career is going to get wasted in Dallas. And I just didn't want to see a very talented player's career get wasted in such a shithole organization. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, seeing that was tough. However, the more that I read about Jalen Rager, the more I learn about him. People say that this dude is going to be an absolute playmaking monster in the NFL. Blazing speed, really good hands. Um, one of the concerns is that he's five eleven, but everything that his coaches and that his teammates say is he plays way bigger than that. He plays like a six three wide receiver at five eleven and he's got four three, four, two forty speed. Um And the thing is, too, his game speed matches that 40 speed. A lot of times those 40 numbers are arbitrary because it's just a straight-line track. Mm -hmm. His game speed is as explosive as that. So I'm very excited to see what he can do. Their second-round pick, obviously the controversial one, Jalen Hurts. It was funny because literally that morning I was texting either both of you or probably just Brandon, I'm not sure. I was saying how I think the Steelers should try and grab – Jalen Hurts in like the second or third round because it would be a great situation for him. He'd go to a good organization. He's a winning player. You know what I mean? And I just had no idea what Howie fucking Roseman had planned for the draft. Obviously that pick confused me greatly at first. It just basically just made me think that they have zero trust in Wentz, even though they just gave him a four-year extension for – exorbitant amount of money. Um, It made me think that Wentz is going to have to be looking over his shoulder now constantly. Like if I, you know, have one bad game, if I throw one pick, like when is it coming in? You know, when is he coming in? When is this going to change? And then I don't know. It's just, I don't know if it's like optimism or just like realism, but like Jalen Hurts isn't coming in to take a starting job this year. If they can somehow figure out a way to play it, I, I don't like the Taysom Hill 2 quarterback comparison thing because Jalen Hurts, I think, is going to be a way better quarterback than Taysom Hill will ever be, whether he stays with the Eagles or whether he just gets developed and traded, whatever. Um, And I think he's – I don't know. It's just regardless, that pick, whatever. If you want to have a good QB room, if you want to say the way I looked at it, the way I sort of talked myself into it, Jalen Hurts was a fantastic teammate when all that shit happened in Alabama when he was with Tua. Maybe they're bringing him in to help lift up Wentz. you know, maybe they think who knows. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking there. We'll see how that will go.
1: And I think but for the last 3 seasons Carson Wentz hasn't finished the season, so Yeah. And see that I get
0: that. So and that's the thing too, like when you look at it from a realistic standpoint, okay, I get it. I do. It's just it was completely unexpected.
2: I think it's funny how you say lift up Wentz because, like, you know, they need to help him lift him up onto the cart. Yeah, whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then as far as the Eagles' third through seventh round, they probably had the most impactful draft out of any other team. Their fourth-round pick, Kayvon Wallace out of Clemson, unbelievable. That might have been the steal of the draft. He was he has the lowest missed tackle percentage among any safety out of the draft. He had the best coverage grade of any safety in the draft. And he didn't play for some small, you know, schmo team. He played for the powerhouse Clemson Tigers, who winning team, bunch of NFL players played against a bunch of NFL players. Like that is going to be an impactful pick in the fourth round. And then they after that, they basically just built a track team of wide receiver, which I'm cool with. They needed the speed you can still develop maybe some of those guys you already have. But I think that after seeing what Carson Wentz could do with what he had last year, if he just has a bunch of guys that he can mold and build chemistry with himself, I think he's going to be fine with whoever. And then they steal um, that tackle from Auburn in the sixth round that was originally graded as a first or a second round pick, but hurt his knee in the senior bowl. So he slipped around six, which obviously we'll see how he returns from injury. But that is unbelievable value in the sixth round. So as far as the whole draft is concerned, I really can't be mad because they did add weapons. Oh, and also Sean Bradley, linebacker from Temple, they got in the sixth round. He's on his Kevin Garnett shit where he <laughs> researches <laughs> players like girlfriends and significant others before games and then trash talks about them. So I'm a big fan of that being in Philly.
1: Um, <laughs> it's the most skilled thing of all time. huh? So that is the most Philly thing of all time. Oh, That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. He went to Temple,
0: so he's going to be playing in the same stadium he's been playing in. So that was just like, as far as a 6 round linebacker goes, you probably couldn't have gotten a better pick. Um, so yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Obviously, we'll have to see if how the season unfolds if it unfolds. But yeah, I would give the Eagles probably like a B, B minus, maybe. They added yeah. weapons, but and they got the on Wallace pick. I love so. We'll see how it turns out. Now, as far as there's also been uniform, these uniforms have been added. We need to talk about these. They're just like I don't know about you guys, but other than the Chargers uniforms, these are fucking terrible. They all look the same.
2: Yeah,
0: they're they're
2: not pleasing to the eye.
0: It's all just like every other it's every single one is just big numbers. With like, just whatever their colors are, and then a smaller logo. The on
2: the, front. the Atlanta the Falcons jersey literally looks right. just like my uh, high school football team's jersey.
0: Yeah, they're terrible. And the only ones that have decent ones, I think, are the Chargers. And I'm bittersweet about the Chargers uniforms because they got a different helmet for their one uniform combination, which doesn't make sense to me because. That's the only reason the Eagles haven't had their Kelly Green uniforms added back.
1: So, yeah. I think, uh, but it, I don't even know who would control those rules if it's the league or if it's the CBA, or whatever. It's kind of like, let them fucking change their helmet. Like, come yeah. Back to classic Eagles helmets or uh, Ed Bill's helmet. Like, any of that stuff would be so dope. Exactly. And, I, I don't know why atl to the front of their unis and was like yeah we'll win some game now <laughs> yeah or it's like like hey it's gonna take cleveland off and we're gonna hope for the best like <laughs> all right I guess that's cool baker mayfield Cleveland's- not throw interceptions because of the uniform change like yeah I- probably
2: that's how that works <laughs> I, I, the, the Rams uniform I am the most irritated with because I genuinely liked their uniforms. Um, I mean, I, I'm a big Jared Goff fan. I can't really explain why I just like them. Um, but I really liked their uniforms a lot and my God, are they dumb looking now with that stupid Ram logo? The logo's bad. It literally looked like someone was like, oh, I took a class on like Skillshare, not a sponsor. Um for graphic design, now this is this is this is what it looks like. Here you go. Oh, that's great. We'll use that for our NFL team.
0: Yeah. Whoever's designing these uniforms definitely needs to do a better job. Yeah. Do um, better. Asshole. Do better. <laughs> Alright. We're gonna take a little break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna brush up on just a little bit more NFL and then We have some other things to talk about, some very interesting things. So we will be right back. Welcome back to Epi 5. We have some breaking news. Our first breaking news story. The quote of the story, I got something for all you hoes. End quote. None other than Nina Thomas, Earl Thomas's wife, I think. Probably for a little while. Yeah, at some point. Just go with um, But yeah, not to make light of the situation, however, there was the story recently pertaining to Earl Thomas and an altercation with his wife in which she pulled a gun on him uh, because she found him in a room cheating on her um, in the same bed with multiple women and Earl's brother. I believe his name is Seth. Damn. So how about that, fellas?
2: That's like That's like – Next level cheating. That is, I just what a day you that know like what I makes mean? Like, that like that, that, that that's that's like gotta be a record or something. Like your wife finds you in a bed with multiple women and your brother.
0: Yeah, and apparently too, like earlier in the day, they were all at like a house, and um, I guess uh, Nina was giving Earl a hard time about his drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when his brother came and picked him up, and then. Nina with two of her friends, once to go find Earl and his brother later on in the day, and that's where they supposedly found them, in the bed. Oh, jeez. Crazy. That is just, that's, that's something. Yeah. Glad Earl made it out of that, for sure. Hopefully, this is a wake-up call for him. Do not <laughs> engage in that activity anymore. No, the gun,
2: the part with the gun, she held him at gunpoint. Took the took the magazine out and left a, a
0: round in the chamber by mistake. That could have been really Very bad. bad. Very bad. Really, really, really bad. Her friends were saying, the people that were there too were saying that like she had her hand on the trigger. Like it was like a it was pretty intense. And then I guess when the police showed up, um they found her like chasing him around to, like a truck that was like parked outside or something with like the gun in her hand. So
2: that is what we call in the business a big oof, big oof, or big yikes, an oopsie, if you will. Yeah, that's an oopsie. That's an oopsie, bro. Oopsie that's an ouchie. <laughs> Thoughts, Brandon?
1: I guess The question that I have in my head is: She's telling this story. She frame it as, yeah, he cheated on me with his brother. <laughs> i mean its, a, it's you could it's you good
0: say know that the girl though. and his brother are very close
2: yeah no that's good that's um you At least know they have a good relationship they he, he i wonder if he framed it as we were just bonding <laughs> i don't know <laughs> just, just how just brothers brother that's bond. how brothers do you know you just get a bunch of girls go into your 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 brother's your bed your brother's bed and his in your brother's wife's bed and just just uh,
0: have sex with a bunch of people. Yeah, just, just, just have, yeah, have sex. That's
2: what I would do if hey, I had a brother. Hey, I'm, I, hey, bro, I feel real bad that your wife is giving you shit about your drinking. Let's go fuck a bunch of girls,
1: <laughs> in, in your yeah, fucking like, bed. You're not my brother, like, no matter what, like, never, no
2: way, absolutely not. <laughs> that's fucking <laughs> wild as shit. And that's definitely not the first time they did that too. Like, that's.
0: Oh no, there's no way. That's what? definitely
2: a thing that they've done before.
0: I wonder how many other Thomas Brothers extravaganzas there have been now. Oh, dude.
1: How could they write a tell-all book? And I,
2: I don't even I mean my brother's sexual ex- escapades by uh, Earl Thomas. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm here for it.
1: Yes, <laughs> the only thing we can say is keep you posted as the story develops. Yeah.
0: yeah. We'll, we'll get back to you with more information. Yep
2: yeah oh and uh and and guys out there don't uh don't cheat on your wife with multiple girls
0: and your brother
1: What? just don't cheat on your wife
0: well yeah Yeah. that (laughs) obviously that too that's yeah joe i I thought you were about to end it with just one girl and no brother
2: no 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 well i mean just okay here's a better one don't have sex with a bunch of girls and
0: your brother (laughs) there you go there you go that makes sense
1: unless you want to have sex with multiple girls go for that just don't have your brother there (laughs) Get yeah. your brother out of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, he had nothing. Before, he
1: don't do any of it. He does like, like... marital problems. Fuck your spouse.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of baby making, um, there has been, also recently, there has been quite an interesting baby born. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe, do you have more on this baby for us? Yes. So, I would
2: like to talk about Elon Musk and Grimes' uh, alien well, child.
0: Yeah, okay.
2: Let's let's hear it. Um they they just had a baby, um which which I think it's hilarious cuz he was just in the news for all kinds of crap. Um <laughs> okay. and then all of a sudden he has a baby and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, babies are so cute." Well, and, yeah. You know, you can't Sorry, do anything I'm wrong kidding. when you have a baby. So if you ever commit just commit some say some shit on Twitter or something like that, just have a baby and you'll be fine. Yeah. Um so his uh his baby boy's name is X a-E-A-12 Musk, um, according to him. That's hopefully, for the love of God, hopefully a joke. Um, but yeah, that's that's the, the, the new baby boy that they that they welcomed in. And I would just like to rant real quick about why the hell people, like, in the public eye feel the need to name their kids weird-ass
0: shit. It's I, – I just – this one, like – Okay, there's there's a difference between naming a baby something weird and, like, naming a baby a name.
1: You Dude, know what I mean?
0: Yeah, like, yeah. Like, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, they have, okay, they have North, Saint, Chicago. Yeah, Probably no, yeah. not my first choice of names, but whatever, do what you will, weird names. They have a kid named Chicago? Kid named yeah. Yes, they have a kid named Chicago. Um. And then you have like, is there a pronunciation? Like, what? I just, I mean, I'm not gonna tell anybody how to live their life or what to name their kid.
2: It, I, I, oh, I actually, oh. I, I made a meme about it the other day. It's pretty good. I was pretty proud of it. Um, it was, uh, I, I said, you know, Elon Musk named his uh, his son after his favorite gun in Modern Warfare. <laughs>
0: I saw a funny tweet. It said uh, Elon Musk's son isn't going to have birthday parties. He's going to have updates.
2: <laughs> um, I, I would love dear. it if like, he just is just trolling, which I feel like he is, and like, you find out his son's name is like Leonard or something.
0: Chaz. Yeah, it's Chaz it has Musk. To be Chaz, Chaz okay. Musk. <laughs> um, well, no, here's the thing, too. Like When you look at her tweet explaining the name, okay, X, the unknown variable, Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. The A E part, however you say that, is she said is her Elven spelling of I, like the letters A I. Ah, yes,
2: that's how uh, my Elven spelling love
0: is. And or artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. and then the A twelve is apparently the precursor to the SR seventy one fighter plane or something. Yeah, so of course the explanation for the name, it's like okay, those are things you like, but yeah. like, do you need to name your kid that?
2: No, yeah. It- it's, 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 it's very bizarre. Grimes, Grimes is just, I don't know. She's, they're both weird. This <laughs> were, kid's so life is like going to be, each other, dude, sure. this kid's life is just going to be the weirdest shit. It's like, like imagine, like, like introducing yourself.
1: Lighthouse cereal book. What was that, Brandon? Me naming my kid Lighthouse Cereal Book. Like, it doesn't fucking make sense. <laughs> 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 it's, like, so stupid. <laughs>
0: it really is just it's like what somebody when i saw the first tweet about the name i legit i thought it was a joke i was like there's no way there's no way in hell mm-hmm.
2: well california like the state was just like you can't name your kid numbers <laughs> that
1: is I that saw, bought california
2: well that yeah that is akin to lysol and clorox saying don't inject our disinfectants
0: Elon Musk, he's been he's been on a roll lately. The tweet about the Tesla stock price last week. Oh yeah, kid
1: on Rogan. Hey, so
2: yeah, um, no, he is going to be on Rogan. True. So definitely, <sighs> yeah. definitely going to tune into that yeah, one. Says,
1: Rogan, like we have had conversations with Joe Rogan. He's going to be on our buddy Joe's podcast.
2: Like, yeah. Hey Joe, <laughs> if you're listening, which you're not, <laughs> which you might be, you might be. At some you point, might, you might kind of like it. Who knows?
1: You give true.
2: Yeah, it's so. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much all I had to say. Um, okay. I just thought it was weird as shit and um, kind of amusing. Good distraction for the times that we're in.
0: Yeah. Um, the more as the days go on, the more and more I realize that we are just living in a South Park episode.
2: Yeah. Sure. No. I, it, 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 life it's like, is
0: literally like South Park could not have painted better pictures in their episode like life is more ridiculous now no it
2: is like the did you guys see the murder hornets oh the murder hornets
1: I saw yes. a video of a hornet getting fucked up by a bunch of bees
0: yeah that, those are apparently the Japanese bees that figured out how to take these things down
1: Dang. oh okay so that makes sense because our dumbass American bees are going to be like oh hey buddy
2: yeah yeah oh. <laughs>
1: Yeah. They need like, to bring oh. in some
2: of those uh, some of those Japanese bees to kill these, these hornets. Isn't that well, how you fight an invasive species
0: with more invasive species? Yeah. Now, of course, this murder hornet announcement couldn't have come at a more perfect time of people just being locked in their houses and have nothing to do but reading <laughs> Facebook articles. Mm-hmm. However, these hornets are – they are a little bit scary, I will say. Just the way that they look, I, they're pretty big. I've decided – bright orange and black it's like ooh.
2: i've decided that we live in a fallout game yeah like we're just living much. in we're just living in a fallout game now
0: who wasn't it elon musk that said we're like living in like a simulation or whatever yeah so. yeah yeah so I'm who cares what he names them. his fucking kid it all comes full circle yeah but yeah the, the now here's what i will say about these murder hornets as much as i yeah. hate to admit they are a little badass i am kind of a fan um this may be my hot take of the day, but I think murder hornets are trending up. Um, Okay. (laughs) When when these murder hornets were first discovered, apparently, this is the the article that I read. Um, I forget which news outlet it was. But they're essentially saying this gentleman who lives in the state of Washington, who is a beekeeper, went to one of his little beehives one day and there was just there's no activity coming from the hive. And then he looked in there and there's just a bunch of headless bees, just straight decapitated <laughs> bees. And he was like, What the like what the hell could have done this? And because the bees just like dead carcasses were in one pile and then their heads were in another pile too. So this was very a very at a least very it's organized. Cal- <laughs> a very calculated insect like genocide. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. That's pretty. That's that's pretty fucking cool. I can't lie. Like, yeah. it's not cool because obviously, if like they get here and they become invasive, it's going to be a very big issue. Like our bee population is already in decline. But like,
2: it's a pretty badass hornet. Uh, if the XFL ever comes back, murder hornets <laughs> should one hundred percent be murder a name hornets
0: of the team. Definitely needs to be a match bright
2: match. orange helmets. Oh, I can oh see it now. Oh, my God,
0: those uniforms would be amazing.
2: The murder hornets. <laughs>
1: I can't be the only one that when I saw the murder hornet, thought it looked exactly like the grasshoppers of Bugs Life.
2: Oh, yeah, dude, it does. Oh,
1: wow. I didn't even think of that. Maybe we're living in Bugs Life. Simulation. Simulation's just fucking up. Yeah.
2: Elon needs to get in there and fix it. Maybe Elon's son is like Neo.
1: (laughs) Just saw a meme that it was a baby floating to a crib and said this is how elon Musk's baby sleeps <laughs> <laughs> what oh, i will dude. say
0: is that baby is going to be phenomenal for internet content for a very long time oh yeah no
2: he's given us a gift yeah so yeah no um i so I, murder I, hornets too. I think i think the murder hornets I, I think they're 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 pretty cool i just i i love um that the internet is just still keeping us. I mean, it's it's like it's. I, I I always say the internet's like fire. You know, it can burn you or you know keep you warm and cozy. Um, but it it's despite all the divide and the crazy articles that people will put out there, I, I think the the happy memes and the, the funniness and stuff like that is uh, definitely helping, especially through all this. And oh yeah. Just the did you guys see the the viral video of the monkey on the motorcycle?
1: Oh my
0: goodness! That little monkey—that's
1: a sham. Apparently, you could see a fucking string. And the monkey was grabbing for the baby for like, what the hell's going on? Listen, out. Damn it! Regardless
0: of whether or not that was staged, that is an unbelievable video.
2: I—the best part for me was just putting your your head in the headspace of these people. You're just chilling. All of a sudden, this fucking monkey comes up on a motorcycle and tries to steal your kid. Like, like I wouldn't doing? have time to process it. I would I would just let my kid get drug away because
0: I wouldn't know how to handle it. I would still be in the initial shock from just seeing a monkey on a motorcycle in the first no, place, absolutely. and not knowing how to react. Motherfucker just rolls
2: up and <laughs> fucking bike. Oh my god! Yeah, no, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah,
0: that monkey's definitely trending up too.
2: Oh yeah, monkey, <laughs> monkey, and murder hornets. Those, those two, they should get together. And just cause mass chaos Talk about while we're all locked up. <laughs> I, I'd watch it. I'd, I'd, that'd be a good, would be a good reality show. Yeah, Joe,
1: do you have any more on the news front?
2: Um, I mean, the only other thing uh, is uh, Drake just released a new album. Um, That's true, and I listened to it, which I always, I always try because I used to like Drake um, back in the day whenever he actually was a rapper. Um, but damn, I don't think he is anybody's favorite artist anymore. I think he's reached and like, if he like is your below below Pitbull levels because I also don't think Pitbull is anybody's favorite
1: artist. We'll say this: Drake's. Uh, I don't even know if it's a song. Like I don't know what it's cat category- song, but like it's not off of an album or anything like that. Mm. Five AM in Toronto song. You well,
0: like we- it?
1: Yeah. If you, if you haven't listened to it listen a.m. in Toronto. Okay.
0: okay. I've listened to a lot of Drake, but I can't remember the last time I came across this song, I'd have to listen to it again. Here's yeah. the thing. Drake is just taking advantage of the situation that we're all in. He's making TikTok songs. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. He he's just making this corny ass shit so that people just continue to talk about him and buy his stuff. It's just it's not it's not good. Not good yeah. at all. However, did see those pictures of his new house? Preposterous! His bed alone, his bed alone, cost three. You could
2: probably, you could probably fit his brother and a couple females in
0: that bed. <laughs> <laughs> Earl Thomas, you may want to look into the guy who got Drake's bed for him.
2: Look him up. Oh God. Well, that's that's um, pretty much all I had on the. I, I kind of want to do this like. Uh, strange news segment every once in a while because i just think especially nowadays considering there's not a lot of sports to talk about it's always good to just bs about absolutely just just ridiculous not like inconsequential bullshit Mm -hmm. minus murder hornets and the monkey those could be you know that, that could be like the next big thing is murder hornets and monkey on the motorcycle it could be I am serious. I'll watch that. That that sounds cool. <laughs> so yeah. Signing off for uh for the for the strange
0: news for me. All right. Well. Um. When we're back, when we come back, we have just we're gonna wrap things up for you. For episode five, we're gonna give you our final thoughts. We'll see you soon. Well, amateurs, this was fun. Um, I know my co-hosts agree with me that we're all glad to be back. Um, especially amongst all this chaos for my final thoughts, really, um, really, I just could be more grateful that we're still able to do this, honestly see more than anything. Um, the fact that we're still able to talk, we're still able to, you know, get on, get on here and joke about things. And it's, uh, in a time like this where things are a little chaotic and things are a little certain for a lot of people um i feel pretty fortunate right now so um i guess my final thoughts would just be that just i'm happy to be here i'm happy that you know happy that we're still doing this so i'm glad to be here and i'm looking forward to getting back on regular schedule with this because the internet will be providing stuff for us to talk about for a very long time now so oh yeah
2: yeah those are my final thoughts even if it isn't sports um- yeah, no. I am just I'm very thankful to have this kind of a uh, outlet. Um, I it, it's 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 a good time, and we're we're gonna have a good time with it. Bringing um, bringing some some strange news and and the the few sports updates that we can actually find. Hopefully hopefully it gets back into the swing of things safely. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I really have to say. I'm just I'm glad to be back talking to you boys about sports and craziness, and uh, you know we'll just keep going forward with this on a more regular basis. Yep, Brandon.
1: Uh, um, final thoughts. Uh, <clears throat> think, uh, well, I just want to say, Mitchell Brisky, Leonard Fournette. Their fifth-year options, that sucks for them, but do better. Um, yeah, I'm just really grateful. Um, it's been a weird time. Oh, I'm, I'm grateful for your health. Um, am grateful that we get to do this. Uh, my final thought, Big Castle, thanks for putting out those hamburgers and groceries. <laughs> just had one. It's delicious. I haven't tried that. <laughs> me neither. Hey, what did you say?
2: White Castle hamburgers? I've never n- had White
1: Castle before.
0: No. Oh wait, you have ever had White oh, White Castle. Yeah, I've had White Castle. Joe, you never had White Castle? No, nah, dude. Oh my god, you sicko. I'm
1: You're sorry, a- dude. Think of the greatest little burger I've ever the, had.
2: The greatest little burger I've ever had. Never really had a little burger. A uh, Junior Bacon yeah, Mickey Cheeseburger.
1: Oh, I'll describe it. A bun Mm-hmm. the pad better uh, cooked onions okay if you want cheese you can get cheese but you don't need cheese that's how good these burgers are alright mm-hmm. right. you have the top bun and you down like 80 to 60 of them <laughs> you good to go. do you all got right. an Aldi by your house Joe?
2: uh yeah they sell frozen White Castle burgers for like 5 bucks at Aldi oh damn is there a lot of or gristle in park? them? For cheaper, there are a lot of gristle in them because I don't buy frozen burgers because they got a little gristle. Oh, on. they're steamed, bro. Oh, yeah, it's a slider. It's steamed, buddy. Okay.
1: you before, bro. No gristle. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, so, essentially, guess what I'm saying, Castle? If you want to sponsor us, <laughs>
2: <Before>. <laughs> we'll we'll sing the praises of your. Burgers that are smaller than other burgers and are steamed with cooked onions and you don't need cheese for them. That's, no. that's, a, that's a free tagline for you, by the way.
1: Uh, so I guess at the end of the day, can't be a professional, an amateur. Heck Yeah.